Alright, what's going on everyone? DJ here with the Torres Podcast, bringing you another episode. Uh, so, first off, before we get into this episode, I just want to say uh, condolences to the Gaspard family um, recently in the wrestling world. Of course, uh, we lost Shad Gaspard, uh, former WWE superstar, or wrestler as I like to call them, because superstars... I mean, I guess he's a superstar, but first and foremost, he was a father and a wrestler, and um, he was out with his son on the uh, on the beach, and uh, there was, you know, lots and lots of uh, powerful waves coming at him, and um, sadly, the waves took both him and his son. Um, they went out to get rescued, and, uh, you know, he, he, he told the rescuers, you know... Um, to save his son first and that's that's what they did they saved the son and uh, another wave came and uh hit gaspard and uh he was lost a few days he finally washed up on shore <sighs> and sadly you know he was dead um you know passed away so uh, condolences to his family uh for those of you who don't know he was uh, like i said a former WWE wrestler he was a part of crime time um, I don't believe they ever won the tag titles, which in my opinion was always a shame. I know they had feuds with like uh, Big Show and Jericho. They were a part of that segment where they um, defamed uh, JBL's <clears throat> uh, limousine with John Cena um, back in 2008, I believe. So... Yeah, man. It, it's, it, it really sucks. And, um, I guess the best thing that came out of this is that, you know, the family knows, you know, uh, they had closure, um, as opposed to wondering if he was just still out there, you know? Um, so again, it's, it's a, it's a bad situation, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I suck when it comes to fucking deaths and, and and stuff like that so forgive me uh i'm not like the i'm not the most emotional guy in the world so um yeah anyways let's let's move on uh to the topic of today's podcast and that is of course aew double nothing uh which is saturday may 23rd which i'll be watching in my hotel room um and bringing you guys a uh, review of that Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, somewhere around that time. Uh, uh, I haven't really been keeping up with AEW or NXT. Um, I mean, I read about them and stuff like that when I can, but you know, I just I've been focusing on my own stuff, trying to get my training in and uh, spending time with family and stuff because I got like a new newborn and shit like that at home, so. Not much time for me to just sit down and watch wrestling, especially when the TV is, like, taken over by my five-year-old daughter who has discovered all kinds of fucking Disney Plus shows and older Disney movies and all this other stuff, so. And then my son, uh, who is about to be three months, you know, he's starting to uh, watch, not, I guess not watch TV, but, you know, look at all the color, colorful shit on TV and stuff like that. And kind of like keeps him calm. So wrestling is kind of taking a back seat to uh, you know letting letting my kids just hog the TV. Uh, but anyways, double or nothing. This is 
the second uh, double or nothing, um, with the last one being last year, that was main, uh, main, headlined by Jericho and Omega. That is the event, of course, that Moxley made his debut um, uh, after that match was over. So, uh, how crazy is it that he debuted in that match, beat up Jericho and Omega, and then his two main feuds that he's had in AEW were Jericho and Omega, of course. Uh, but tonight, or not tonight, uh, on Double or Nothing, of course, uh, for this year, he defends his title against Brody Lee or the former Luke Harper. So everything comes around, right? All right, so let's go over this uh, match card. There's there's nine matches, um, one being a, a pre-show match. So you have eight main card matches. Um, some of these matches are probably in doubt because apparently there were a ton of injuries that occurred um, on Wednesday's show. One being Britt Baker, who was scheduled to face Chris Statlander in a singles match. Uh, apparently, um, something happened to like her knee or something. Not sure how bad it is. Uh, as far as I know, I mean, and I on Twitter a lot. That's where I get my, my news from, world news, wrestling news, whatever. And I haven't seen anything from AEW, you know, saying that uh, she was pulled, or yeah, that she was pulled from the show. Or that any of the guys or, or girls were pulled from the show. So, um, it looks like, you know, a lot of these matches are going to go on. So, anyways. Alright, we'll go over, uh, let's start with the, the pre-show match. It is a tag team match to determine the number one contender for the AEW World Tag Team Championships with Best Friends versus Private Party. I'll be honest with you, some of the shit that AEW does is just like hot shotting kind of i mean it's just like wwe so when people sit there and bash wwe like you, you gotta bash AEW as well and that's kind of what i'm gonna do with this match like i don't remember the last time i even read or even seen like i mean i like tune in sometimes and i'll catch glimpses and i don't remember the last time i seen private party on AEW television i know they were on the uh, uh bte episode 200 i believe it was 200 or 201 one of those and uh the best friends, you know, like the standout of that has been Orange Cassidy. Like they haven't really done much. I mean, I don't know. This match kind of just seems like it was just thrown together. Um, so I, I would assume best friends win because Paige and Omega are supposed to be the faces. And I think Paige has been gone since the whole quarantine thing anyway. So it is what it is. But I, I, I'm going to go with best friends. Alright, so now let's, let's let's hit on to the uh, main card. By the way, this podcast is probably going to be short. Because um, it's just me, you know, giving my predictions for, for this show. So I try not to make that long. Uh, Dustin Rhodes and Sean Spears was just thrown together the other night. Uh, I would assume this is a win for Spears, who, like, desperately needs it. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Um, like I said, Britt Baker and, uh, and Chris Statlander. Um, if the match does go through, like... I think Britt Baker has probably lost a, a lot of shit that she shouldn't have lost. Um, like, I, I felt like they were building around her, and now it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know I don't know what, they, what they're doing with her. But I would assume this is a, a win for her, unless, like, they're going to build Chris Statlander up to face uh, Nyla Rose, who I see, you know, retaining her title. Uh, which is the next match, uh, which is no disqualification, no countout match for the AEW's uh, Women's World Championship. Now, I have a whole bunch of feelings regarding the Women's World title for AEW, and I'm not going to get into it because I don't want people to be like, 
I just don't want to get into it, but <laughs> I, I don't want to get I, I just think uh, uh, Hikaru Ishida is not going to beat Nyla Rose. Whatever happened to the other, um, the first ever, what's her name, Rio? Whatever happened to her? I, 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 uh, did she go back uh, to where she's from or something? And, like, I guess she couldn't come back over here because of the virus? Or, or, they just, or she just, like, does she live in the States and just didn't want to show up? Or I don't know. But um, I always figured... It was weird when she lost the belt, to be honest with you, because I figured she would lose it to, to Baker after Baker turned heel. And like I said, the women's division for TNA, uh, uh, what is this, AEW, is it's just, in my opinion, it's probably the worst uh, women's division in all of professional wrestling at the moment. Uh, and that's saying something because you've got like, well, I, SmackDown's women's division ain't that bad anymore. It was uh and the raw women's division i mean you've got oscar as champion now uh which personally i would have had Shayna baszler <clears throat> as champion and and eventually dropping the title to like oscar oh, that match is gonna be awesome when it happens by the way but yeah i don't know what's going on at AEW's women's division like i said i have my own personal thoughts and i'm just not gonna get into it so um Cody Rhodes and Lance Archer for the AEW TNT Championship. So I believe they should just call it the Television Championship because I think that's how the title is going to be defended since it is called the TNT Championship. I think whoever wins this will be defending um, every week. Now I know on the next episode of Dynamite they've already teased a battle royale where the winner of that will face the winner of this match um, within not this coming Wednesday but the Wednesday after. Uh, does Cody win again? Like he brought in Spears, he beat Spears. Uh, he lost to MJF and he lost to uh Jericho, which who? Excuse me. Ah, uh, I don't know how I'm still tired. I've took a nap since I got home from work for like five hours. But uh, anyways, so uh, the, what is it called? Um, he faced Jericho and he lost that match, right? And that match was pretty much saying that had he lost, he can never challenge for the world title again. Uh, of course, Moxley won and said that he would be happy to give Cody a shot at the world title because he didn't find this. He thought the stipulation was stupid, which of course, to use that stipulation so early, was like dumb as fuck in my opinion. I mean, I guess Cody's never gonna win the world title like at all. Uh, if they want to be true to their whole stipulations, like I mean, from what they've said, they want to. They don't want to backpedal on them. But to use that stipulation so early was like completely stupid. Um, and then you have Lance Archer, who's just fresh and new. Brought in Jake Roberts. Does Cody always need someone to accompany him to the ring, by the way? Like, he's got Arn and Brandy, but, like, before it was, like, DDP and Brandy or QT Marshall. Like, does Cody need someone at ringside for him, like, all the fucking time? I love Cody Rhodes. Don't get me wrong. I really do. And, like, when he first debuted in the WWE, I was like, yeah, this dude sucks, right? And then uh, he teamed with Orton and and uh ted dibiase jr which is like a, a personal favorite of mine i love ted I, i'm a fucking huge fan of orton of course 
Um, and like I fucking loved Cody Rhodes. I thought Cody Rhodes should have been world champion when he was feuding with like Orton and shit on SmackDown, and he was doing like the mask gimmick and the back gimmick and all that shit. But WWE, of course, didn't do anything with him. And like now he's in AEW, and I know he's like a VP and shit. But man, I don't know. Some of the just booking decisions. I don't know. Anyways, I, I I've gone from like him having manager to just him fucking running shit. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I just don't think Cody Cody like sure. If you want to use Brandy at ringside because she's a real life wife. I mean, personally, I don't find anything um, about Brandy to gravitate me towards her character. I think she's kind of reached that Stephanie McMahon point where I'm just annoyed by her. Um, and like, you know, Triple H for the longest didn't need Stephanie by his, by his side. I mean, yeah, he eventually just had her by his side for his mania matches. And, you know, that was cool, you know, whatever. But, uh, I don't know, man. Does Cody need Brandy? I mean, Cody is just, he's a baby face. He's fucking magnificent in that role. Uh, I don't think he needs anyone by his side. I mean, Arn is cool, but like, what does Arn really add to Cody's shtick? You know, like, what is Cody's shtick? Uh, he's just this fired up, you know, younger version of I guess Dream. Now, uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't really watch, so I guess that's probably why I don't know. But. I just don't think Cody needs Arn or Brandy at his side. Uh, but that's just me nitpicking something. Uh, Lance Archer, I mean, I, having Jake Roberts by his side, I guess, is cool. Um, I don't know. A lot of the, uh, too many, too many managers in, in a, I guess that's like not a bad thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to WWE and not, you know. Anyways. Uh,. <laughs> As far as who takes this match, I would want to say Lance Archer, right? You, But, like, I said that with MJF. Like, MJF beat Cody, and their feud didn't really continue. Uh, and, and, like, I want to say Lance Archer because I would probably want the feud to continue. But, like, does it? Like, AEW's kind of a one-and-done deal kind of program company. Kind of like what WWE's doing right now with... Uh, with the WWE Championship, hell, maybe even the Universal title, uh, you know, uh, uh, Seth lost to Drew, and then, like, Drew moved on to Bobby, and Braun beat Bray, and, like, I mean, they didn't, like, too much say who his next challenger would be, but, uh, of course, you've got Otis with, uh, with the briefcase right now, so, there was no mention of, uh, uh, Bray, and and Strowman like last last Friday, so we don't know if that's continuing. But uh, I, I I'm just bringing that up as a as a example of like you know what's going on with wrestling. Like there's a lot of one and dones going on now, and I guess that's kind of good. I mean, especially on programs that you don't want to see drag on like Corbin and fucking Elias that apparently is gonna drag on because uh, Elias hit him like at Money in the Bank, but uh. It's just, I don't know, it doesn't, I would want, like, this is the one, because it's for the title, you know, it, it's, it's for a newly 
created championship on AEW programming, um, their television title, I would assume again, the TNT championship. Um, so I would, I would have Archer beat Cody and then <clears throat> probably throughout the summer, you can, you can drag on that program up into August or September where they do, um, all out. And hopefully by that time you can have some fans in the in the audience, and that could be Cody's moment to uh, to win the belt in front of like you know some 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 people, and that can be his moment. Uh, of course, it's not the world title, but it's you know their secondary title. So, uh, like I said, I, I, I just see I just see Archer winning, um, unless like if it's a one and done, then I see Cody winning. But I just I would hope that Cody and Tony Khan and all those guys are smart enough to say, you know what, let's let's keep this program going, especially because I think they have like a limited crew anyway. Uh, so like doing all these one and dones could could probably be kind of harder at this point, especially with AEW because they have a smaller roster than WWE. So I hope this isn't a one and done. I hope uh, Archer takes it and you can crown Cody at uh, All Out. Or they could just go a different route and just have Cody face Moxley at All Out because Moxley wants to give him a, a world title match or something. Cause, but I don't think that's going to happen because I think MJF is probably going to get that shot at All Out, which I'm not going to be um, too mad about. Unless unless this next match is going to be to determine the All Out challenger. And that is the Casino Ladder match uh, for a future world title shot. Um if you remember last year, the Casino Ladder match was for a future world title shot, uh, championship belt, the belt match uh, for the belt, right? Because uh, I think Paige won that one, and then Jericho, of course, won the main event, and that led to All Out with Jericho be, uh, becoming the uh, world championship, uh, the world champion. How crazy is it that Paige was in that match and like? It wasn't clicking. It wasn't clicking with Paige at the time, and I, just, I was just like, man, this this isn't worth it for Adam Page. And I guess uh, AEW felt the same way, um, and they moved him, of course, into a tag team match or a tag team with uh, Omega. <clears throat> Anyways, so um, in this match, we've got Darby Allen, Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus. And then a, a, a name to be determined. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about nine people. So this could probably be considered like similar to the Money in the Bank, right? Because uh, the winner gets a world title match. Now, it's not saying like they can, can use it at any time. Uh, that would, of course, be blatantly ripping off WWE. But um, who wins this? Like, this is actually a really good lineup. Uh,. You've got Scorpio Sky and Kazarian in the match. I would have uh, personally would have added Daniels into this match instead of Luchasaurus. Nah, I mean Luchasaurus is good, but like I would have had Daniels in this match, and I would have had Daniels win and face Moxley because I, I I'm a huge fan of Daniels. I think he could be a phenomenal world champion. I know he's like 48 or something, you know, whatever, and like his career is probably coming. In the next few years, just like Jericho, but I mean, they gave you know they let Jericho do it, and Daniels is probably like one of those TNA originals that hasn't been a world champion, 
uh, as, as far as I know. I don't know if he probably won the Ring of Honor title, but like main top, top, top company, which is what a one of AEW is right now. Uh, I would have just had him in there instead of Lucha Story. And you could have all of SCU in there, and it could have been phenomenal. Uh, but that didn't happen. So uh, the real thing in, uh, for this match is, of course, who is the mystery last person? You know, this vacant. Who takes that vacant spot? Um, I've seen rumors of Sting. Uh, his his WWE uh, contract expired, which. Of course, you would assume had to during this time. Um, I mean, Ric Flair's did too, but apparently he signed a new one. Uh, something that they didn't allow Drew Gulak to do because they didn't want to pay him uh, money, which is another rumor I've been seeing. Uh, but I've, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a new person. Uh, I think it'll be uh, someone that's already on the roster, which of course could be Daniels. Um, and I'm trying to think of like who on their roster could uh, I mean I guess you could put in Pac um, but I'm not sure what his situation is right now I don't know if he's um, stuck out of the country oh excuse me I don't know if he's stuck out of the country uh, or if he's like just not going to the tapings because of the whole virus thing or whatever um, but oh by the way Houston is, is opening back up so I wonder if they could come down here and run some shows. That that'd be an interesting thing to do, right? They just run them in a high school or something, or, or a gym, or I don't know, warehouse. Anyways, mm, yeah, you got Daniels, you've got Pac, you've got uh, oh man, who else is on their roster that I'm not looking at here? I would say I would have said like Paige or something, but they're in the main. There, I would assume in the main event uh, for that. Stampede match, which would probably be a cinematic match, no? But anyways, before I get into that, um, you know what I think will happen? I think MJF beats Jungle Boy, which is another match on the card, so I'm just going to throw that prediction out. I think MJF beats Jungle Boy, and he joins the ladder match, like, and wins that, right? And that could lead to MJF and Moxley at, at, uh, at all out, I mean, I don't. Uh, why? Why not? Why not have MJF beat Jungle Boy? You know, uh, you, you have the eight guys just fucking beating the shit out of each other, right? MJF runs in and he steals the fucking match. Uh, another thing, of course, you know they could do Darby Allen. They've kind of uh, pushed him towards the top a lot, but I honestly see Darby uh, going for that uh, TNT Championship after everything so he'll probably be the one to win the battle royal but maybe not because it's probably too ooh, excuse me too early he'll probably go into that after cody wins the belt uh so yeah that's gonna be my current prediction for right now is that mjf beats jungle boy and then hops into the ladder match right and then he will uh win that and of course there you go that's that'll be your setup for moxley and MJF, uh, which I think will be phenomenal, especially on the mic. Oh my God, those those be really phenomenal. Uh, so two matches left, and I'm gonna talk about the world title match because I don't think that's gonna be the main event of this show. And that's no disrespect to Brody Lee, but I think that's the reason why it's not gonna be the uh, main event of this show because he, of course, still has that Luke Harper stigma to him. 
and um, we all know Luke Harper was not viewed as a main event talent by the WWE, so they didn't really, uh, I don't want to say they damaged him, right, but they didn't really do anything to help his character or anything like that, um, and I just, I, I'm excited for the match, I'm a, I'm a Luke Harper, Brody Lee, whatever you want to call him, I'm a, I'm a fan, and, uh, I mean, one of my favorite matches was, was him and, and, um, uh, Randy Orton, and I think that him and John Moxley can put on a very, very good show, uh, I think they'll put on, like, a brawl kind of thing, uh, and, uh, he'll come close to winning, of course, I mean, of course he's gonna come close to winning, but I don't think he'll win, he will not, uh, debut and just take the the belt off of Moxley. I think Moxley is someone that uh, they can uh, really, really, really use as a top guy. Like, you know, um, going forward, I think that, I don't want to say going forward because he's already been a top guy, right? But I think he can be their main guy, like, for years to come because he's just, in my opinion, he's that good. Uh, Jericho, of course, is older. Um, I think he's got it's two thousand. When did it? Two thousand nineteen, right? Yep, he's got like uh, two years left on his contract, I believe. I believe he said he signed a three-year deal. And I just, I think Moxley is the guy to go with. Uh, up until you get some of these guys to, you know, just get a little bit older. Uh, Omega, in my opinion, could have been that guy, but I just think his booking has worked against him. Uh, especially with the whole 50-50 booking matches that he's had against people that he shouldn't have gone 50-50 with. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Moxley versus Brody Lee. Um, Moxley will can take the belt, or take the belt, can take the win and get his belt back. I mean, not that he lost the belt, it's just that Lee took the belt and, you know, just won't give it back because he's being a bully. Moxley can do that and he can win. Uh, and then uh, he can move on to the MJF shit for All Out. And Like I said, that's my prediction, and I'm sticking to it. All right. <clears throat> main event time. We've got the Stadium Stampede match. Now, uh, I say main event time. I mean, I could te- definitely be wrong, and this probably won't be the main event, but I would assume it's the main event because it could be filmed. I mean, uh, you know what? AEW's back to being live, so if this match was filmed, then maybe it won't be the main event unless they just go live. Because if I would think they would go the cinematic route, no? You got Matt Hardy involved. It'd be easy for him to just do this. Plus, he could do his teleportation shit. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a cinematic kind of thing, like especially with Matt uh, involved. Oh, no, wait. Matt isn't involved, is he? Oh, yes, he is. Matt Hardy and the Elite. Okay, I'm tripping. All right, so we've got Matt Hardy, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and Matt Nick Jackson, which, by the way, one of the Jacksons um, hurt their ribs on uh, Wednesday, and that could potentially pull them out of the match. So we'll see. Uh, But as of now, they are facing Inner Circle, Jericho, Hager, Guevara, Santana, Ortiz. Now, I want to just touch on the Inner Circle real quick because when they – on the first episode of, of Dynamite, like, oh, that was fantastic when they got together, right? And they were pretty good up until the, uh, uh, all the way through 
to the Moxley thing, and then of course we had all this shit going on. And like Santana Ortiz have really, 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 really been afterthoughts, and it kind of pisses me off because those two guys are really good, and I think that they and and then they lost to uh, the Bucks, like I think in their first encounter, and it's just I don't know. I, some of the booking for AEW just doesn't make any sense, and I know there are people out there that was just defended to the end of this earth. Um, and they'll probably call me like a WWE fanboy, which, hey, fuck it, I'm a WWE guy, I've said it plenty of times, but I am not afraid to call WWE out on their fucking bullshit, um, and they have a lot of bullshit, uh, same thing with AEW, ton and ton of bullshit, um, and, like, the booking of Santana Ortiz is one of them, uh, Sammy Guevara is pretty much the Dolph Ziggler of AEW, you know, made to look good, but loses all the fucking time, kind of pisses me off, because Guevara is so fucking good, um, and then you have, of course, Jericho and Hager, which, you know, it's Jericho and Hager, uh, I was kind of surprised they threw Hager into that world title match so soon, but that's what it is, um, I think the inner circle needs to win this match, and they need to win it because they just need to look strong again, um, you can have, I wouldn't say Paige and Omega, the Paige turns on Omega here, or Omega turns on Paige, whichever one they're gonna go with, because you still got the, them defending their tag titles, um, but, I mean, it's a stadium, I don't know, how, how does the match end, do you pinfall submission, because you got guys everywhere, uh, do they all have to fucking die or something, like, I, I just, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it, that's probably like a bad joke to make, especially everything going on, but, um, yeah, like, what do you do for this match, how do you win, like, the rules aren't explained, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna explain it before the match, but Inner Circle takes it, I believe, hopefully they don't lose again, like, I, I don't want them to lose again, it, it makes no sense for the Inner Circle to lose, um, now, what I want to say is, there's a, a really, if they do lose, I think they could build off of that, right, you could say, um, Jericho's gets mad like damn it I'm so tired I was taking all these losses Santana Ortiz you guys haven't done shit since you got here uh Hager you're supposed to be this fucking badass MMA fighter and you lost to Moxley and um you're we lost to to the fucking elite right and then he goes to Guevara and he's like and you you know uh fucking took a picture with you when you were a kid and this this and that and you know, just digging into him, right, and later in the night, you have Guevara become the new leader of the inner circle, and they take Jericho out, and you built a Jericho Guevara at All Out, I mean, right, like, why not, you take Jericho out for a few months or so, and, um, there you have it, like, I think that would be awesome, uh, especially a Jericho Guevara match, I think that would be super awesome, I think Jericho would, um, do the right thing and be the right person to put Guevara over, uh, you can have Jericho Hager, you know, in the lead up to that, um, just to, you know, stall and build time, or, you know, uh, uh, you know, have more time to build to Jericho Guevara, uh, like, I, I think that would be awesome if that were to happen, but it probably, you know, probably too early, you know, the group's not even a year old, but, you gotta think again, like, how long does Jericho have left, and I know he 
saying that like oh Jericho's beat up and he's probably not beat up he's probably like in the best shape of his life like he sure the hell is putting on the best matches of his career um over the past since like 2017 or so so uh, I don't think he's winding down any anytime super soon it's just his age you know he may want to stop sooner rather than later I mean I don't know I don't know I don't I'm not Jericho but Jericho versus Guevara would be like insane in my opinion uh and not to mention making Guevara the leader of the inner circle could you know position him to gain more wins uh hell you could even fucking have inner circle just win the match right and just build Jericho and uh Cody by the end of the year for the TNT championship or something I don't there's so much stuff that they can do uh, but right now I'm just trying to look forward to uh, what happens after this towards All Out. And I think that would be cool to have Jericho and Guevara. Um, and then you could still do the Adam Cole, uh, Adam Cole, Adam Page and uh, Kenny Omega uh, uh, turn on each other. And that could be another match for All Out. Uh, you can have uh, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, you know, face... Yeah, I don't know who Matt Hardy is. Like, Matt Hardy's just, like, the <laughs> the guy that's in there, in my opinion. I, I, I mean, I, I know why they did He's a big name or whatever, but he's just, to me, he's just the guy that's in there. Um, I don't know how I could future book him. Uh, like I said, Moxley and MJF, Cody and Archer continuing. <clears throat> uh, sorry, continuing to Cody getting the belt eventually. Um... Yeah, like, that's really all I can see. Just from this card here, like, the names that are on this card um, are, are, you know, is what I can see. You can fucking move to, like, Orange Cassidy and, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't book for everyone here. Uh, but Britt Baker, Britt Baker definitely needs to win the, the women's championship. Uh, that whole division just needs to be turned around. Um, I know Omega's the one booking that, and uh, unfortunately, just like his own booking, the booking for the women's division, just in my opinion, it's not there. So, anyways, guys, that are that's my predictions for this show. Um, I think it'll be a great show. They don't ever really disappoint when it comes to pay per views. So, I mean, I'm not gonna buy it. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm just, I'll, I'll watch it somehow, but I'm just I. I just started back working and shit like that, so spending money on a pay-per-view is just not going to happen um, for me at this point. I will probably... Ah, I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, so um, I don't think Sting's going to appear. I don't think uh, he will be in... I don't I don't think he'll be in, a, in AEW, like, period at all. I, I think that... He will probably re-sign with WWE and get paid to do nothing, you know? Like, what is a Oh, by the way, Mike Tyson's going to be at the show presenting the uh, TNT Championship. So, there you go. They, they stole another guy from WWE. Uh, but, again, I don't think Sting will sign with AEW. Like, for what? What, what does he need to sign for? What, what's he going to do? You know, like, it just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, 
Maybe they can sign Hulk Hogan. You know, Hogan can be in the back. So they don't have any black people there anyway, so Hogan can't really be racist. Uh, anyways, guys, that's that's it. That's it for this uh, this episode of the Torres Cast. Be sure to um, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, wherever the hell you listen to the podcast at. Um, and I appreciate those who do listen and, you know, share this, spread the word and get me, get me more people to view. And, uh, I will be back of course with another one on Sunday, like I said, and then Monday I will have, uh, my, um, Harley Quinn episodes six, seven and eight, I believe along with apocalypse war review up with my cousin so be on the lookout for that as well um and yeah that's it i'll see you on the next one peace